You're listening to the Bug Bucks Podcast, hosted by Alan Draper and Eric Bassett. Each week, they'll discuss ways to scale and grow your pest control company with a goal of helping you become a bug money millionaire. As cliche as it sounds, and I'm full of cliches, it's the journey. That's that's what somebody that's been around the block realizes. Like I've been around the block. I could sell my companies and be done with work the rest of my life, never have to look back. And I have no interest in doing that. Because for me, it's like, I love the grind. I love the journey. And I love who I'm becoming. I love the challenges. I love creating jobs. There's all these other purposes. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bug Bucks podcast, a podcast designed to help you become a bug money millionaire. I'm Alan Draper. And I'm Eric Bassett. And we're your hosts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bug Bucks Plus, which is the number one course designed to help you start and grow your pest control company. Eric and I are dedicated to providing you with the best resources to help you on your journey to success. Before we begin, I just want to remind everybody, the best way to receive new episodes is by subscribing to our show on your preferred platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you love the show, please leave us a review and a rating. And one last reminder, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, go to Bug Bucks, that's B-U-G-B-U-X on Facebook. We love to hear from our listeners and we love to be able to interact with them on that platform. What do you have for us, Eric? Today, we are following up on the topic from our last episode, We were talking about doing some soul searching and finding your higher purpose for owning and operating a pest control company. And you had just made a reference to Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. And uh, you were encouraging PCOs to go through and share their process of finding their why with their teams. Alan, what else do you have on the impact purpose has on your company and your team members? People a lot of times ask me, hey, Alan, how do I find how do I attract a recruit and retain really good people? And it's like, you know what? You you have to distinguish yourself from other competitors and the way that I think you do that. And it's cliche and it sounds cheesy and whatever, but it's time tested is they have to work for more than your money. Because yep. if they think about it, if they work for your money and somebody else says, Hey, I'm going to pay you more. They're not working for you anymore. But if they work for you because they believe what you believe, they're going to they're gonna be working for more than money. So you're not just going to have their time. You, if they work for you because of, because of the money, you'll have their time. If they work for you because of some other purpose, because you're developing them, you're, you're invested in them, you're loyal to them, you're doing these things that aren't, it's not just about money, then they're going to work for you with their heart. So if you're running into these problems with personnel that a lot of us are, and sometimes you just hire the wrong person. I've done that a hundred times. Yep. But if you run into it over and over and it's like, no matter who I get, my best people are always leaving me. It's not them. It's you. Yeah. And I, you know, I love that you bring up Simon Sinek. He's one of my favorite authors. And you, you almost, it was almost like a direct quote from that book, the start with why, where it's, you know, if, if you hire people who just need a job, then all they're going to do is work for money, right? If you mm-hmm. hire people who believe what you believe in, then they will work for you with blood and sweat and tears, right? And it was it was kind of cool. So I recently, we were trying out a new method of recruiting door-to-door salesmen. 
And we ended up using this platform called SRU, Sales Recruiter University. I won't dive too far into the specifics. That's for maybe a whole other episode on our experience with that. But what was really cool is that part of the process is that I put together this whole slideshow about our company. And I did this group interview with all these different candidates. And then I sent out a form fill for feedback, you know, that basically says, Hey, like, why do you think you're qualified for this position? What do you like most about the company? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And almost all the candidates said that their favorite thing about the company was that they loved the way, like what we believed in, they loved our culture. And that was just showing them some pictures and talking about what we like to do and talking about some activities that we like to enjoy and like off the clock and other things. And that's what it, it showed to me that our culture is really what attracts the best people that we have, right? And our culture really is just a reflection of all of our best people. So I love Simon Sinek, man. I could I could read his books all day. If you guys haven't read Start With Why, that's a classic. Leaders Eat Last is another fantastic one. And then one other one that I've read that I really loved, and you guys shouldn't skip on this either. There's one that he wrote called The Infinite Game. Mm-hmm. And he kind of highlights the difference between what a finite, like a game that has a definitive end is, right? Like a baseball game, you know, like you got nine innings and then eventually, you know, you're going to get the end of it depending on who's comes out on top after that. And that has a, a, an end, right? You're only playing to get to the end of the game. That's kind of like money, right? You're playing to get to a certain amount of money mm-hmm. or you're a certain amount of financial wealth or whatever's going on. And then you have this idea of an infinite game, which is the reason that you play the game is to perpetuate the game, right? So, you know, when you have a goal, when you have a pest control company where you're thinking, man, I would love to get to a $5 million pest control company. That's cool. But that's a finite reason. That's a finite purpose. Once you get there, what else are you there for, right? But along the way, if you think to yourself, man, you know, I think my purpose might be providing opportunities for other people I care about. Mm-hmm. I think my purpose might be creating a legacy where other people that I teach and train and coach to be financially independent can teach and train and coach other people to do the same thing, right? I think that my purpose is to coach and mentor and train other people. You know, whatever that situation is, that is a infinite purpose Mm -hmm. that you continue doing your job because that perpetuates the cycle, right? And so I, I want to encourage anybody listening to read that book because it changes your your perspective from looking at your job as a finite thing where you're just working to a means to an end and it changes it to an infinite perspective where you go to work so you can perpetuate going to work so you can perpetuate fulfilling your purposes and your dreams so it's a fantastic book i recommend it 10 out of 10 that's awesome it it's fun you know it's funny because i recently moved to a new instagram profile i had some bots and some fake followers and it was uh, really hurting my visibility. So I moved to a new Instagram profile and I've been thinking a lot about my goals for my new Instagram profile. And in this process, I realized that, and I don't want to get bogged down with, with the terminology. I want to focus most on the, mostly on the concept, but my goals were separate from my purpose. Those were two different things. And it's funny because you're you're describing this to me about the infinite game. And it's my my purpose was more like they weren't really number-based. They didn't end. My purpose, my top four purposes, you know, uh, let me 
promoting some of my businesses, helping people with their businesses, increasing visibility, you know, those weren't some, those weren't my goals. Those were my, those were my purposes for kind of working on my social media. Then my goals were something, you know, that you could measure. Mm -hmm. So I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with having goals. As long as you realize, you know, kind of going back to my point, I think, you know, we've kind of continued with this theme where it's like, it's not money, it's something else. And whatever that something else is, that's your infinite purpose. That's what's going to continue. That's going to continue regardless of how much money you make. Yes. And so it's not like, hey, I get to this point. One last thought about this, which is, this is actually a really cool topic. But you talked about how this conundrum that people have when, hey, I want to become a $5 million pest control company. They become a $5 million pest control company. Now what? Does my, mm-hmm. is my purpose gone? Is it like, you know, is, is, is that it? And I'm not that type of guy. I'm not that type of guy that the type of guy that says, hey, I'm going to build my pest control company into a hundred million dollar, you know, uh, valuation. And then I'm going to go lay on a beach. And, and it's because I have some other game. There's some other purpose that is going to, no matter, I don't care what it, you know, somebody says my company's worth. And it reminds me of this. I think it's an HBO documentary about Olympic athletes. And I can't remember what it was, uh, what it's called, but we'll have to research and put it in the show notes, something gold or something. But it talks about this idea that there is a very high risk of depression and even suicide with Olympic athletes after they compete. And what they found was these individuals after the Olympics, they would have this issue of now what? Because they didn't have an infinite. It wasn't about their bodies or it wasn't about, you know, their the pursuit of something higher. It was the Olympics. It was specifically to earn a medal. And whether they did or they did not, they it was very frequently found that they went through this depression. And I think there are some that ended up, you know, committing suicide because it was like their their life they felt didn't have purpose because they had a finite game. Did, were you able to pull it up? I think is it the weight of gold? Is the weight the of gold. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. And 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 so there's this, you know, you you have to find what that what that higher purpose is so that no matter what happens in your life, you sell your pest control company. Then then what? And I think I think this correlates Eric with this idea that once I get to blink, then I'll be happy. Or once I get to blink, I'll be satisfied. Or once I get to blink, I'll be fulfilled. And it's like, no, no. It's like, because these, I, I think you get to the point where you're like, it's, it's actually as cliche as it sounds. And I'm full of cliches. It's the journey. That's, that's what somebody that's been around the block realizes. Like I've been around the block. I could sell my companies and be done with work the rest of my life never have to look back. And I have no interest in doing that. Because for me, it's like, I love the grind. I love the journey. And I love who I'm becoming. I love the challenges. I love creating jobs. There's all these other purposes that don't have anything to do with a certain time amount or dollar amount. And and I say that when when I got to that point, when I realized, and it hit me, it was like 2018 or something. I remember I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, I don't have to, 
I don't have to work. And it was really, it was kind of weird because I'm like, <laughs> Who, that's really cool. And then I'm like, well, better get back to work. You know? <laughs> and it's yeah. just because of my purpose. And I think when we, whoever we are, wherever we are, whatever our purpose is, when we get to that point where it's like, hey, our troubles don't seem as big. That tech that quit or, you know, I had some people making some really snide remarks on my social media this morning. I don't care. It's it just because my because that purpose. Now we're going to have struggles. We're going to have those trials, especially when we're pushing ourselves. But it just makes it a lot more tolerable when we have this singular focus or we have this focus on kind of this infinite game that you were talking about, these higher purposes, and we identify what those are. Yeah, hundred percent. And I I think the the truly happy, like genuinely happy people in the world, I think those are the people who have figured out what their purpose is. Yep. And then they have the power to see how their purpose correlates to everything that happens to them in life. Absolutely. That's those are the happy people because it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if it's perceivably good or bad or somewhere in the middle. They look at that thing and they say, I can, I can mold this thing to fit my purpose. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if I have a lot of money or if I have little money, you know, my purpose is higher than that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just it's such a powerful idea and a powerful tool that you can use that kind of acts as the center point. And then all your other goals and all the other things you want to accomplish in life just radiates from that, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, it doesn't matter, you know, we're we're in June, midway through June right now, everyone's busy. I don't care. Get, make sure you're in tune with your purpose. Make sure that you're it just it just makes it makes decisions so much easier, Eric. It's like Oh yeah. When I have really tough personnel decisions, it's like, man, what should we do with this individual? Well, what's our purpose? What what are we trying to accomplish? I had a I had a sales manager years ago. And he was very talented, very talented, but he was toxic for our culture. And it just, mm. so we're like, what should we do with him? And we're like, well, what are we trying to do? We're trying to create a work environment where people can thrive, where they can learn new skills, where they can be, you know, happy, be around people that they like, be positive, all these things. And this guy is doing the exact opposite of that makes that decision really easy. Yep. So a lot to think about. I didn't know we were going to get this deep. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I did at the outset, but this has been a great conversation. This is the stuff that really matters. This is the stuff that, you know, we can talk dollars and cents and we do. We talk about, you know, different financial metrics and we talk about goals and we talk about equipment and we talk about hiring, but it, a, a lot of it comes back to this. And to be honest with you, when someone calls me and they say, hey, Alan, I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to increase my sales force. I'm trying to do this or that with my pest control company. I'm going to say, well, why? Why are you trying to do that? And where do you want to be in five years? And, and what's the motivation behind that? And that that they usually don't know off the top of their head. They have to kind of go back and, and revisit that. So I don't care if, you know, the listener's been in business for six months or 20 years. Get back to it. It's the same with your relationships. Like every once in a while, you need to, you, you know, you, you need to check, check yourself, get kind of do this introspection and find out, hey, what the heck are we doing? And why are we doing it? And it just uh, adds a lot of clarity. So 100%. All right. Well, lots to think about there. I'm really excited. We kind of been dabbling about Bug Bucks Plus. 
We keep getting closer. We're within a month of that release. So uh, make sure to be uh, to check that out when that's released. If you have any questions, you can reach out to Eric or I directly, and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Bug Bucks podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please show your support by subscribing and leaving us a five-star rating. Thank you, and we'll catch you on next week's episode. 